0: Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: This podcast will definitely contain naughty words and spoilers. Hello everybody, welcome back for our next episode of Hayley Watches, I almost forgot what we were doing then, our name was I mean, we've been doing this since August now, haven't we? I we still haven't quite got,
1: <laughs> must have got who we were Has <laughs> since August, really?
0: Yeah, since August, yeah Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, as you may have noticed, we changed the day that we're releasing our podcast Yeah. As lovely as it was to give a little hump day treat, it was, working, it was quite hard wasn't it in the end
1: yeah, now it's end of the week or start of the week. Yeah. Treat. Depends so, how you want to see Sunday.
0: Yeah. People usually count down all depressed. They've got to work.
1: <laughs> maybe I work in we'll, working
0: shifts. I'm always just working. <laughs> maybe we'll brighten
1: some Mondays.
0: Yeah. Give you a good feeling on a Monday.
1: morning. Or bore you to sleep on Sunday.
0: Bore you to sleep on Sunday, yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out won't we uh, so yeah um, so you chose Sleepers hell yeah I was a bit worried about how we we're going to do this on a podcast because it was quite a washy one wasn't it
1: yeah quite a pay attention film yeah
0: I didn't write very many notes because I was watching so we'll see how this goes also we watched it like over a week ago now we managed so.
1: to do Goodfellas so this yeah. is definitely doable
0: I'm sure will be fine um, so it was Made in 1996. So, a little synopsis of the film. There's like a really awesome, like, term and phrase in this, which is just brilliant. So, it says, uh, Initially, the lives of four boys, Lorenzo, John, Michael, and Tommy, seem hunky dory.
1: Oh my god, where does it say that?
0: This is on, it's not on Google. Uh, but their life hunky changes hunky dory. Hunky-dory. I mean, it always makes me think of a knickerbocker glory, like it's some sort of ice cream.
1: Also, if you watch the film, their lives are clearly not hunky-dory. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Um, but their life changes upside down when a street prank goes disastrously awry.
1: Awry, yeah. Oh God. Does it ever.
0: My God, does it ever. I'm happy I didn't read that before I watched the film. I was given quite a lot away um so it's opens the film saying that it is a true story and that because of i think it just says their friendship runs deeper than blood um out of the four of them two were killers um attorney um has left and isn't able to speak so he's basically speaking for them yeah and the children that they were so this is like a voiceover voiceover so I tried really hard after we watched Goodfellas not to write too much of like the commentary stuff because yeah. otherwise it just gets confusing. But you see, basically, um, whilst that he's doing like voiceover, there's boy, uh, four boys dancing, isn't there? Then there's some more credits. It says that it's based on a book. Yeah. Um, and it's Hell's Kitchen in 1966. It's the summer, and they're like sunbathing on the roof. It's pretty cool music, actually.
1: In this, England are winning the World Cup.
0: Oh my god, (laughs) and we have yet to do that again!
1: All right, let's not dwell on that.
0: Um, so yeah, there's like loads of kids playing in the street, and it's all about how there's loads of different cultures living together. How like they're basically they're always fighting like the families and that they can't really leave. There's no such thing as divorce. Everyone like are together till they die. So they just sort of beat up their wives and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's just don't a,
1: they? it's bits like a, just an overview of life in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, so tell you about like it's a melting pot. Is it like Catholics, like mm-hmm. Irish immigrants, Italian immigrants? Yeah, I think he's somewhere else, but mainly Catholic. Uh, like women were married to hard men so like hard working hard drinking yeah hard hitting you know most most of the women waited on their husbands like hand and foot and were greeted by like thanked for it with a belt or a fist or something like you say yeah there's no divorce normally for a marriage to end someone has to die
0: yeah um basically then there's quite an important bit that he says next that is the vein through most of film is that there's no crimes against the people in hell's kitchen it's not allowed they don't hurt each other
1: yeah no crime against the community
0: and i think some druggie guy came in and did something and they basically killed the druggy and there's a nice shot of him hanging i think
1: yeah he's a drug dealer has been um he's been selling drugs to kids in hell's kitchen yeah and someone ods and dies so they take revenge by stringing him up from a lamppost Mm -hmm. and
0: seems fair enough to me
1: lorenzo's dad takes him down to see him Hanging from the lamppost. Yeah. Well, not quite a good thing. but uh, Yeah, quite like they establish, like, crime... He says in the thing that it, crimes against the neighbourhood are forbidden. Yeah. Like, if you live in Hell's Kitchen, you can go out of Hell's Kitchen and do what you like. But you, you just can't... don't do
0: it inside. You can't
1: rob or kill anyone inside yeah. Hell's Kitchen, like... That's the rules. Dem the rules. Dem's the rules.
0: So they um, served as altar boys and... <laughs> It's like a really funny, funny prank, they say that I do pranks all the time and um, one of them gets a clicker and the girl. so they're all watching like a service and there's the girls from like the church school that's run by the nuns and that she controls them with a clicker which I think is fucking awful.
1: Hilarious.
0: Why clicker? Um, so they, the girls are controlled to stand up and sit down and pray whatever by the amount of times they've woman clicks a button Um, so the boys get it and they basically are clicking it and making them send up and down And while the
1: the priest or whatever's mid-talking it's fucking brilliant Um,
0: and then you see Robert De Niro who is Father Bobby, he sits behind them and he's like give me the clacker and then um, he starts clicking it as well which is quite funny
1: just to fuck about
0: Um, then two of the boys go into a confessional booth thing And a lady comes in and they're like talking about how, I think the two that go in were thinking about um, careers within church or something. Um, So they're sat in there and a lady comes in and she's basically saying that she's sleeping around with married men and that she's pregnant. And they're like trying to answer her questions and then she's like, oh, I know you guys can keep it to yourself. Not oh, she knew I was in there.
1: Oh. Yeah, she knows, and I actually pre said just do kids sat in there. And she just told them anyway. Yeah, there's one of them like, I think one of them says she just had to tell somebody like she didn't care. Yeah, didn't care. End. No,
0: um. So there's Robert De Niro. I don't know. I've written down he said wanted to be a priest. I don't know if it wants to be like a priest like him, I don't really know.
1: Um, oh, he sees um Lorenzo or Shakes as his nickname and yeah. that so he sees him on the street eating ice cream and stuff and he's like oh I heard a rumour that you wanted to be a priest that's it yeah and it's basically how he confronts him about he knows he was in the confession booth yeah and he's like oh you're gonna help me with this later yeah and then yeah he says something like oh, pre- oh that's it he says um, he swears doesn't he or something like that he says I, I swear or something like that mm. and shakes. his like, oh a priest shouldn't swear and he's like "Then kids shouldn't be listening to people's confessions I'll see you tonight yeah <laughs>
0: He's pretty cool. And um, then they're at a pond and one of the guys is kissing a girl called Carol. Um, and then he, they're basically talking about how Carol helps them out with their stuff. So she's keeping watch whilst they've made a hole in the wall. They're looking at the sh- the, the showgirls getting dressed and looking at their boobs and stuff. Um, then
1: How they, they all sort of have a thing for this one girl. So this one girl hangs around with these four boys and they all got a crush on her.
0: Yeah. It's a little bit like it.
1: Yeah. Without the gangbang.
0: Yeah. Well, i never read the book, so...
1: Yeah, that's the weird... It's so weird in that book.
0: Yeah, it's a bit strange, isn't it? Um, then they talk about King Benny, who is a hitman.
1: He's my favourite character. He's and pretty cool. King Benny. He's cool AF.
0: So they're in a barber, and the barber's, like, telling them a story about him.
1: It's Shake's dad. Tells the story. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah.
0: I didn't know it was Shake's dad. Um
1: while he's getting, like, a proper shave. Who is? The dad. He's, like, sat in the barber's chair.
0: Oh, I thought getting... you said it was the dad's barber that... His dad was the barber.
1: No, no, his dad's right. in the barber's chair, and he's getting, like, a full-on shave, and that's when he starts telling them the story of King Benny.
0: Cool. Um So, yeah, basically, he's always getting beaten up, and then um he, like... Gets thrown down the stairs and stuff, and he waits eight by well, one of the guys like beats him up, and he waits eight years to get even. And the guy sat in like a communal tub, and he comes in, um, because basically like all of his teeth got knocked out or something when yeah. he got thrown down the stairs. So he goes into the, like the communal baths and shoots the guy in the leg. And he said like every time I look in the mirror, mirror I see you. Now every
1: time you look at your leg, you'll
0: see me. So that was like that really
1: quite a cool introduction yeah him. yeah he walks in takes out his false teeth then he's like every time I look and see my face in the mirror I, or every time I look in the mirror I see your face yeah he shoots the guy twice in each legs while he's in the bath and he's like no every time you have a bath you see my face and you're like and then the dad says oh, nobody ever fucked with King Benny after that and your first thought is I fucking wonder why yeah you're right <laughs> I wouldn't have fucked with him after that
0: so then shakes goes he is shakes isn't it?" shakes yeah, yeah, yeah Lorenzo, he goes to see is shakes no, as in he's the one that goes seeking Benny. That's the next yes, thing. Yeah. yeah. So he goes seeking Benny and asks for a job. And he's like cooking. And he said, oh, you know, you've always got jobs for people. So, you know, give us a job. And he's like, no. And anyways, he says something else. He goes to leave. He's like, I'll come back tomorrow. So basically his job is to go around and he takes some money to pieces or like to police stations and like police officers. Yeah. So um, you don't see it straight away, but he goes and uh, sees a couple of guys, drags him down the alleyway. And then an old man stops them and they're like, let him go. Basically, he gets a gun out. He tells Shakespeare to run away and then basically he gunshots. So he's killed the blokes. And against he the asks, neighbourhood and
1: they punished.
0: Yeah. Um, then he said, like, he needs help. So um, he gets his mates to come with him. And you just see him chucking money into the police cars. Um, then they're at basketball court with uh, Father Bobby talking about, like, he's worried about them doing that sort of work in case it ex- escalates and that they should be doing more things. He says to so the smallest one, I can't remember what his name is.
1: John. Is John,
0: that he should be going to, like, art classes and he starts telling him all about uh, Michelangelo and painting the Sistine Chapel and stuff.
1: Um, There's a great line in there as well. They ask him how long it took Michelangelo to paint the Sistine Chapel and they're like, took 16 years or something. Like John, John replies with puerto rican guy did our whole apartment in two days yeah <laughs> uh, brilliant it's like amazing <laughs> but he didn't paint your apartment like the sistine chapel <laughs> no
0: not quite the same there um so then it's 1967 and it's winter um the tv is like them a family i don't know which family who sat washing the tv it's like the protests and about vietnam and then you see some coffins basically saying that like everyone would turn out for all the young men who'd gone and served in the vietnam war that were coming back home uh you see more of his uh shake's mum getting beaten up um and he talks about how bobby uh goes to the hospital because johnny don's been beaten up by his mum's girl boyfriend
1: yeah, John, John, when you watch the film, he's, like, tiny as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's well small. And then they show you the bloke that's beat him up in the next scene, don't they? And he's fucking massive.
0: Yeah, he's huge. But then um, Father Bobby goes to speak to him and he's just like, if you touch him again, I'm going to beat the shit out of you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, when I'm done with you, you won't need a doctor. You'll need a priest. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the bloke's like... Okay, yeah
0: <laughs> he's like well look at the size of you and like how big is john like come on he
1: says do he like it was just a slap like you put him in the hospital you nearly killed him that wasn't just a slap he's no. tiny he's a little kid like mm. yeah father bobby don't take no shit
0: um so king bobby then king says oh benny says that um he'd be a good hitman," which i think he would be he's a pretty badass priest um then you see kids playing the streets so they're playing like baseball
1: yeah, they call it stick ball in the film, but yeah, basically like baseball with a stick instead of a baseball bat.
0: Yeah. And then this girl turns up in a wheelchair, she's also like with the bottom half of one of her legs or something. Isn't both her legs, yeah. So both her legs. So she's like shouting stuff to try and put them off, I
1: guess. And then like one of the guys just shouts sharp, you little
0: gimp bitch.
1: Like, oh my god I can't remember what his actual name is, the character, because they always refer to him as Fat Man. Yeah. He's fat. And he runs like the corner shop, does not he? Yeah. <laughs> he's like Latin American, South American.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, yeah, you little gimp bitch. What's <laughs> his other line is? He cut no legs, but he got a big mouth. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, brilliant. fuck
0: it mate, all right. Calm it down. Um, so they do the game. He misses, but he's, I think the taller Michael. one, Michael's Michael. Michael
1: like, loses the game on purpose. Yeah. yeah, he likes
0: the look of her. Um, they then go to that guy's cafe or
1: wherever. a like little shop, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And they're
0: talking about something and, he basically turns around to Michael and says that he has a thing for little girls with no legs.
1: Yeah, and that they're soft; they need to toughen up. Yeah, so I, that's And I think it's John looks at him and he's like, "You stay out of our business, fat man." <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> little <laughs> shit. What's
0: going on? Uh, then it's 1967, and it's a summer, and they're sunbathing again. See, that's and-
1: weird because I'm pretty sure when you did the date just now, and I always think this in the film, I always forget to like write it down and check. But you've written it down. I'm pretty sure you. Did it. the bit before is winter, 1967. Yeah. Then it goes summer, 1967. Yeah. Summer comes after winter.
0: Well, it's gone summer, 1966. Yeah. Winter, 1967. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: I don't know. It's confusing, isn't it? Yeah. I assume that by winter, they mean like January and February.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this is when they say that their lives were forever altered so you hear like loads of sirens and stuff and they're they're getting quite they're hot and things and they see a trolley and um, it's a hot dog vendor and they said we haven't hit that one for a while oh god here we go um, so they are arguing over whose turn it is to go and basically rob the trolley yep. they've got like a trick that they do yep and it shakes isn't it this time so it shakes turn, yeah so he has to go up and order a hot dog with all the sauces
1: and then ask for two napkins
0: and ask for two napkins and then basically run off and not pay so then the vendor can either chase after him and leave the trolley unattended or just take the loss yeah um but the hot dog vendor runs after him yeah Yeah. so they like basically running for ages so the other three kids go down and they like help themselves to food and they decide stupidly to take the trolley just to move it. So it confuses him. Um So they're chasing him. He's not giving up. Chasing Shakes. Shakes finds them. They're pushing a trolley. They decide to hang it over the stairs of, to the subway.
1: Yeah. This is one of those. I don't
0: really understand why they thought this would be a good idea. But they hang it over the stairs of the subway.
1: Ultimate stupid kids ideas as well. Like The minute they decide to move it. And then when they get it. Like that's a stupid decision in the first place. Like, well, you don't need to move. It. You've already got no. the guy. You don't need to make his day any worse. But they, they do. And then it's one of those. I can remember being in situations as a kid where I had light bulb moments like this. Like, oh, wouldn't this be a brilliant idea? And then you look back on it, and you're like, wasn't that a really fucking stupid idea? Oh yeah, every time. So this is one of those. I still like that oh, now,
0: babe. Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> so yeah, they all four of them go to. I, I think the plan is that they rest it on the top step of the subway. Yeah. And then when he comes to get... Because when he gets close, he then can't grab them or anything because he's got to grab the, the car trolley. Yeah, which pull it back.
0: logically makes sense. Logically
1: makes absolute perfect sense. But being four small children, they forget that it's a hot dog vendor's cart that's got to cook and keep warm food. And it's full of gas tanks in yeah. the bottom, which they've literally talk about earlier when they first move it yeah about that's why heavy it's heavy. It is. so yeah. So then they hang it over the edge and
0: can't hold on to it anymore so let it go and it crutches a man so yeah
1: wonderful because down the stairs just absolutely walloped in there's a good line in that as well this woman's like what have you boys just done and Michael's like I'm pretty sure we just killed someone
0: <laughs> yeah um, at this
1: point as well, by the way, in the film, because like, we've kind of whizzed through that, but that's like a good 30, 40 minutes opening to the film with all these little... Well,
0: this is why I said that I didn't write too much yeah. down, because most yeah. of it's com- it's just like Goodfellas. It's yeah. It's made around the same time. Background. It's all commentary
1: yep. whilst you watch it. So there's not really... There's not a great deal of talking no. points. It's all introduction. But you, you were, know, like, at this point, like, looking at me like, really, you picked this to watch? like... And then the the cart went down the stairs, and you were like, "Oh shit!"
0: Yeah, it was just taking forever to get. Stuff's there. Stuff's
1: happening now.
0: I think since watching the Snyder Cart, I literally realised like my literal point in films is two hours, and I'm just <laughs> fucking done. Like, and I if it's slow, great, I really struggle. It's like oh, I saw a great God, note about on. that the
1: other day. Someone was like, "No film is worth sitting and watching for four hours. Not single film ever." You need to break that down into eight 30-minute episodes that I can binge watch till two in the morning.
0: Well, I can do that because, you know, you don't, you can get up and move around and I can, I get bored. I've got to look at stuff. Let's just stop. <laughs> Especially when it's slow. So, yes, basically he was fine. The guy's alive. Shockingly. Yeah. Yes, he's alive. Like he's yeah, got he's squished by alive. a fucking hot dog trolley, yeah. but he's always, he's okay.
1: And he's, Does he, because they go to court now, don't they? They well, They him to court, but you, does no, that no, guy just, t- turn up at court? Use, I can't remember. No, use, the hot dog vendor does. Hot dog vendor, but I he's
0: they basically say that they've been remanded to their parents so because of their like basically like reckless endangerment.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so like you can see Shake's dad's like kicking off and breaking shit and Yeah, he's fucking pissed.
1: Uh,
0: and they say about how he's just a child. It's like, well they didn't knew what they were doing. They did something stupid. So Yeah. Also they did it in Hell's Kitchen where you don't hurt people. Uh so they basically um Shake still gets asked to go to the church to help out because he needed an older boy um and he's chatting away to like bobby about stuff uh and they're like just getting dressed into their robes or whatever they call them i don't know yeah so they go talking about something other um <laughs> <laughs>
1: i like i like the bits where you didn't want to take notes you're like oh, move it along so you're like they talk about stuff and I think he's basically. I wasn't saying, interested at this point. I wanted something more to happen. I
0: think he was talking about how he was quite scared about the upcoming court thing. He said you have to just kind of face it and get on with it. He says, oh, let "Let's um, let's go. We have an audience. And I quite like that an audience. Oh
1: yeah, shake says about it. Like we could we could run away. Like no yeah. one's going to look for us. Who's going to care? No one's going to think. And Father Bob is like, once you start running, you never no, stop. Running. No, like, exactly. You need to be a man and face up to what you've done.
0: Oh, and actually, oh God, when you think about what happens to them later on, you're like, "Ah!" they turn up at court and it's all of them and their families and they see the vendor and we never really saw him as like a man.
1: Trying to feed a family. family,
0: Who's like, yeah, a father and things. Um, So, I can't remember their names now. Tommy, John and Michael. Michael, yeah get charged with 18 months but no less than a year and
1: yeah their sentence is a year to 18 months yeah no more than, uh, no more than 18 months no less, less than, than, than a one year, year
0: yeah at um the school for young
1: offenders the Wilkinson campus. that's Hull it yeah for boys
0: uh, and then shakes gets a year
1: no more than one year no less than six months yeah, because he wasn't there when they actually took the cart no. to begin with. And uh, yeah, they actually say like he arrived later on the scene, and then the judge says if it wasn't for Father Bobby, they would have got longer.
0: Yeah, as well, because like he vouched for them, saying that yeah. they were like good kids. Well done, Father Bobby. Shake sorts Father Bobby and is like, like watch my parents because they're probably going to kill each other, and just keep telling them that I'm okay,
1: no matter what he hears.
0: He's okay. So they're travelling to the youth prison and apparently there's seven hundred and eighty young offenders and it looks like a nice university or school building.
1: Yeah, he says in the voiceover it looks exactly how like from the outside it looks exactly how they want it to look, like a fancy school or something yeah. like that. But um Oh no, is it not?
0: That? Oh no, it is definitely not. Um
1: So you should probably say at this point, like this is it for the getting to know characters, the background story and all that. Now that they've gone to the home for boys, we're about to get into the... You suppose you could split this film into three parts, really, can't you? you got the... Yeah. Before now has been the getting to know everyone, learning about their background. Now we're getting to the...
0: Critical big, point.
1: Um, yeah, like the, big, the the motivational point of... Of the rest of the film, like the things that happen at Wilkinson's is what drives the rest of the film, and then we end in the third act with bringing it back full circle, but this is where the film really picks up, because like I said, you were a bit, this is a lot of backstory that's moving quite slowly, and I'm not really that getting into it, and then they get to the Wilkinson home for boys, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, now the film's really started.
0: Which I will say from this point on, just as like a bit of a trigger warning, really, that it is quite grim what's going to happen next. Yeah,
1: there's, so let's not forget, it's four young boys have gone to a reform...
0: Correctional facility.
1: Yeah, like it's supposed to be a reform school, but it's basically a prison for kids. And there's some stuff that's going to happen to them that if you're a bit squeamish... This isn't the film for I'm
0: you. Or trigger triggering. Maybe you don't watch it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's an uncomfortable view. to And we're say just about to get
1: into the talking of that. So if, if you're not really down with bad things happening to children, even in, as especially as this is allegedly a true, true story, story then yeah, then you might just want to be like, do you know what? No, I'm not down with sleepers. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to watch it. I'm going to turn it. I'm going to turn this off. Yeah. And that's okay. But if, if you want to know what happens, then
0: carry on listening
1: here we go oh God. you've been warned
0: so um they talk about how they have a private room and when you look at the room it's got like a little single bed and a uniform on it and um so he's just sort of like stood there and he's talking about how he doesn't feel like he's tough enough or strong enough to be in there this is shakes
1: yeah on the voiceover isn't yeah you? so you know straight away that you're not tough and you're not strong yeah
0: so there's a bang on the door. <laughs> now I felt really awful, but I got generally excited because it's it's Bacon. It's
1: Kevin Bacon and you actually went,
0: yay, yay Bacon! Because everyone I, loves Kevin Bacon.
1: I did my best not to make eye contact with you when you said that.
0: We've all seen him on the mobile adverts when he sold out and his dancing around Footloose. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so I but got. Quite spoiler excited.
1: alert, Bacon's not a good guy.
0: Bacon is not good in this one. The
1: okay, character is Sean Noakes.
0: Yeah. So he knocks on, he bangs on the door, um, and he's like, lose the clothes, and basically gets him to take off his clothes to put his uniform on. do um, well, you think
1: it's to put his uniform on.
0: But it's not. First, um, he just makes him strip down to his underpants, his stands there, goes, and the rest.
1: I was like... Shakes is like, what, you want me what? to stand here naked? He's like, yeah, and he's like, now you're getting it, now you're catching on. Yeah. So Shakespeare's just stood there naked and then he's like, what now? And Get dressed. Get dressed. You know, like, when he's like telling him to take his clothes off and you assume it's just to put his yeah. uniform on, you're a bit like, yeah, he's just trying to intimidate him and all that. But then when, yeah, when he makes him get naked and then he just looks him, he like eyes him up, doesn't he? And then he's like, well, I don't know. get a bit dressed. Like, um, that's... It's not good. That's, that's not... Nice. This no. is worrying. No.
0: So the, he's basically, on the voiceover says there's like four guards, or one on each level. Um, they are in. You see that like they're all in the exercise area, and they're saying about how they're all violent offenders. And there's like basically a whole big montage of shit of them like doing work and classes and stuff. And then they're in the canteen, and Michael gets his tray knocked onto the floor
1: yeah
0: and they have a massive fight um breaks out and they just like take their time well bacon takes his time going to break it up so he gets like everyone to sit down and um he's like oh hell's kitchen boys and he's like he looks like he's trying to be really nice he's like oh where's your food and And they're like like, oh it's on the floor did you get
1: to have your lunch and michael's like no i got to smell it and he's, he's like, like <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. And then they go to walk off, don't they? And he's like, whoa, whoa, where are you going? And Michael says, oh, you told us to get lunch. He's like, oh, you don't need to line up. There's plenty of food oh, where you're floor, standing because yeah. their lunch is all over the floor. Michael's like, I'm not hungry. He's like, you're hungry because I tell you you're hungry. Get down and eat. And he yeah, forces them to Which eat is a bit their shit. lunch
0: Then there's the like floor. another guy who's coming over. I didn't get his name. But he's like... Like, possibly the only nice guard, and you don't see him ever again. This is the only time you see him.
1: Yeah. And this is the one minute that he comes over. I can't remember his name either. I don't think they actually give you no. His name. No.
0: But he, like, sees him and he tells him to stop. And he's like, We, it's, um, he's like, Oh, no, I'm happy. He's like, What's well, my shift now? And he's like, Oh, no, I'm happy to keep going. Yeah, Noakes he's like, like, to
1: carry on. He's like, No, no you're no, eating into my I'm shift. in charge now.
0: Yeah. So off you go. So, yeah.
1: oh, it's the black guard in it because Noakes says, um, tells him says to him don't fuck with me boy and the black guy just looks looks right back at him then he's like no you fuck with me i dare you and yeah. you're like cool, i on, fucking banging <laughs> smash him in the face he's a brick <laughs> and then yeah Nokes shits himself yeah because a guy stood up to him and like put him in his place straight yeah. away and, and and like he's like, oh this ain't over and he's like oh whatever fuck off And he gets yeah. the boys off the floor makes them stop eating their lunch off the fucking floor. And you're like, great. Now can we not have any more bacon? Yes. I've had enough of bacon. He's already eyed up a naked boy in a weird way. And now he's making them eat food off the floor. Like, he's obviously a sadistic fuck. Yeah. Let's not have any more bacon.
0: Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, we get loads more which we don't need. We immediately
1: we get more bacon. Um,
0: then they're walking down the corridor with Noakes. And he's talking about um, how the place runs and it's run by rules and discipline
1: and this he is walks a,
0: them into the night isn't it? yeah um so he walks them into this like caged room but as they're walking in you can then see like a load of other men and i was like oh i've got such a big no feeling right now and i kind of looked to him and i don't think i really want to watch this film anymore
1: yeah
0: i was like i don't really i don't want to watch this anymore um so there's like loads of them in the room they get them to turn around and face out so their backs are to the guys and um, I think notice goes up to Michael. Michael first and he's like what do you want and he's like a blowjob like straight out and I was like Bleh. so then all the boys you don't see them getting assaulted but you can hear them like screaming and shouting yeah the camera falls and then away and the voiceover and... which is Shake says yep. that, it, that was the night it was his 14th birthday bomb So then there's like lots of talks about how they were getting like abused most nights and that Father Bobby, like their family, they said they didn't want their family coming to visit. They didn't want them to see them. They didn't want to have to talk about it. Um, And the only person that visited was Father Bobby, but they didn't really want to see him because
1: he... But they they couldn't stop him. No. Yeah.
0: So um, he basically Noakes is trying to stop them seeing father bobby because he's concerned obviously they might rat him out yeah um so father bobby's like quite firm with Noakes. it's like no i'm talking to him so then you see Noakes outside trying to listen in because he's a knob
1: like spying through the window yeah scrim and shakes is talking to father bobby and oh it's horrible as well because father bobby knows something's up yeah and is he's it, like, because you've
0: lost loads of weight. And he's like, oh, you know what, the, the food's like, shit, no, so.
1: and so... Father Bobby <gasps> gives him, like, a... Mo- like, tries to motivate him to keep going and all that. Obviously thinking it's something different is going on. He's like, don't yeah. let him see you cry, you know, stand oh, up. Oh, he gives him a
0: hug and stuff. He said, I didn't want to let him go. And I was like, ugh.
1: You think it would help if he was just fighting with the other kids in there and stuff like that? Yeah, And to, like... But wait, because you know what's actually happening, you're like wow, that speech really doesn't apply and it's probably actually making it worse.
0: Yeah. Because he's just like, well... He's basically yeah.
1: telling him to, like, you got to stick it out, you got to, you know...
0: Yeah.
1: Tough it out. Whereas well, if he'd you maybe... You can do it, you can get through this and, like, don't let them see you cry, just be a man and stuff like that. And it's a bit like, ah, oh, that's actually... In this situation, it's probably the worst thing yeah, you could say. He
0: say. Yeah, but I'm sure if he'd known differently, he would have said something else. Yeah. Uh, so basically, then the voiceover says that um, you hear lots of the inmates crying, and you always hear the muffled cry of the poor John. Uh.
1: Yeah, he talks about like you can hear him screaming at night, but there's certain ones that sound a bit different. And yeah, one of the other guards has visited John in the night. Yeah, he says in the voiceover. Oh, the, the It's Ralph John, Ferguson. Ralph Ferguson. Yeah. I was paid him a visit. I was like, paid him, oh, him a visit. <laughs> Comes out the room with like his shirt unbuttoned and his clip-on tie hanging off, swigging a beer. Uh, uh.
0: Yeah, it's fucking grim. <laughs> so, um, the less we talk about it, the better. Really, because it's disgusting. So then they're in their classroom and they're learning about the Count of Monte Cristo and. I think they're all the boys are like kicking off the teachers trying to teach them and not interested. They're not interested, obviously. Um and then he says that he really likes so he sorts of shakes, he's like, Well actually your book report is really good. He's like, I like this story because I like how um he has like vengeance basically, isn't it? Like Yeah. It takes him a while but then he gets his own back, he gets vengeance. So he goes, Oh look, well if you enjoy the book that much, have this copy for yourself, so that's really good. Oh god. And then the next bit is there you see them all getting put into a room and locked in like a in
1: oh, like solitary. isolation, yeah. yeah.
0: And he said basically it's all around touch football. Why this was ever allowed, I have absolutely no fucking idea, but it's guards against inmates. Yeah. I'm like, these are grown men against children.
1: Yep. Like and it's supposed to be what what touch fuck? football, which is like you put two hands on someone, that's a tackle. But they play, like, touch football is full contact.
0: It's awful. Yeah, basically, they're trying to work out... I think the guards pick the teams, don't they? I'm not sure. So, I think they mentioned about how the guards, like, pick them. um, And there's a kid there called Rizzo, who is, like, the strongest. So, Because
1: that's it, Michael's like, who can talk and everyone will listen?
0: Yeah. So, they get Rizzo involved. Anyways, they um, you see like clips of it, and they're, it's really rough. And basically, the guards lose.
1: Yeah, so they convince Michael convinces Rizzo that they shouldn't, because Rizzo doesn't want to play. Like, no,
0: I'm, I keep I'm, my head down. Yeah. The
1: guards leave me alone. I don't think Michael convinces him that because they play touch, touch, they're playing football. Um, that if Rizzo plays and they win. They can fight back and yeah. then it will be a massive lift to everyone. Yeah. So Rizzo plays, they win. It's a big lift. They also get some hits in on the guards. There's some quite brutal like, yeah. elbows being thrown and things.
0: Bacon doesn't look very happy, which is a shame.
1: He, yeah, he threatens Rizzo.
0: Yeah, so they do the game. It, they've lost. The kid's are excited and happy. They're chanting Rizzo and then basically um, they yeah get put into a thingy and they're just yeah beaten so they're all left inside their solitary confinement for a few days I think then you find them all in the hospital ring and they find out that Rizzo's dead because the guards have kicked him to death like, like literally beaten him to death
1: yeah so all four of the friends are in the infirmary where they've been beaten yeah. so badly but Rizzo's not even made it to the infirmary he's just dead they've killed him
0: fucking gross over so,
1: fucking football game yeah
0: nobs so by this point, I kind of um, wanted, ev- like, them all, all the guards just to die. Like, I just had, really was not enjoying this film at all by this point.
1: No, it's rough. It's, it's horrible. Brutal. Yeah.
0: It's fucking horrible. So it's the spring of 1968, and um, the four of them all sit around a table, and they, I think, because it's coming up to the end of Shakespeare's time... He's
1: got his... um probation no has he got his paper or he's saying it's it's not going to be long yeah Yeah, so they're basically
0: saying that they don't want to ever speak about it again no one ever needs to know what's happened to them um so basically they're talking about i guess what they're looking forward to when they're not in there and like little john's like i just want to have a night of sleep where no one's coming into my room it's horrible um so they're talking about the night that he's due to be released. to Shakes. And I was like, I don't think he's going to get away with this on his last night. And lo and behold, I was correct. Uh, his door opens. He's like, oh, I've got some people who want to say goodbye. So f- down the four boys go down that same hallway. Um, and then you just, I think, hear them all screaming again. It's yeah, just...
1: and the voiceover says, this was the day I'll never... I like I, can't, I don't remember exactly what happened to me in that room. I couldn't tell it, but... I remember the date, and it was my last night there.
0: Yeah. It was a f- June 1st, 1968.
1: It something It was like the day his childhood died, or yeah, something like all-
0: that. And Ooh.
1: Ooh.
0: So we're now into fall 1981.
1: So that, yeah, that closes like the second chapter of the film, as it were. Yeah. You know what's happened, and then it sets up this bit.
0: It does, like yeah. I think. How
1: it does the time jump, and then they sort of, as we're just about to see, they start off sort of introducing the characters again as adults as if we don't as if we know nothing about them as adults
0: yeah going but before we move on i think what the film did quite well was you had like the bright sunny streets of hell's kitchen and although their life was pretty wank they were still like playing in fire hydrant water and they were taking hot dogs yeah things
1: might be rough but they were like it was bright and sunny and it was like they had a childhood yeah
0: johnny music they were out playing in the streets they had each other they were dancing it was all great and then they go into this place and everything's like that gray blue it's fucking miserable they look ill as fuck like so you kind of been taken on quite a journey already where by this point i literally was just like yeah don't like this
1: film. You're like, where can this film go from here that they can get some sort of... Yeah.
0: Because it's just, yeah. and then pay you think, like, or oh, whatever. Let alone thinking this is, like,
1: allegedly true. It's just uh, grim. The fact, and Yeah, and you're kind of like, um, what the fuck can happen now in this yeah. film? Like, yeah. we've had that. Where are we going to go now? Where's
0: Batman? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where's Derp Devil? They're in Hell's <laughs> Kitchen. Where is he?
0: Where the fuck is Derp Devil? Um, so, you... Here you see two males, and you hear some awesome eighties music, and they go into a bar called McHale's, which is, and they talk about how these two guys are pretty deadly. Yeah, they work for the West Side Boys, and the blonde guy has killed. He's like he like kills people, and he's robs people, and he's a massive druggy, and the dark haired guy is equally as deadly. he was 17 years old when he killed his first person. Don't
1: they say um, one, of them, one of them got paid, like, $50 for a murder? Is it? I didn't write it down. One? Probably I, one of so, Yeah, I think it's the dark-haired one. He's, like, committed his first murder at 17 and was paid $50. Yeah. Like, oh. So, at this point,
0: <laughs> I was looking at them. I was like, oh, one of those, one of those is John. I thought the dark-haired guy was John. Yep. Yeah. And the blonde-haired guy... Was a tall blonde kid. Michael. who's Michael. Yeah. We were like, you got one of them right, and I was like, Ugh. yeah. So, um, the two blokes sit down at the bar, and there's like two men sat at the other end of the bar talking about politics. So they basically call the bar guy over and it's like, tell them not to talk about that shit here. Like, not interested. So he goes down and says, you can't talk about politics here, and then points at the two blokes, and they're like, okay. So the blonde haired guy gets up to go to the toilet because it's all about what food they're going to order aren't they
1: yeah yeah he says he needs to go to the toilet and he asks the dark haired guy to order him yeah. something to eat oh my god this bit and then he walks through he walks
0: through the bar to, the bar, uh, the bar. to like the restaurant seating bit yeah. and he looks at a table and eating food fucking bacon and he looks at him. I love the
1: fact that we're... Th- like, we could use his character name, but it's easy no, to say
0: yeah, It's Kevin Bacon, isn't it?
1: He's just sat there eating his food and he walks out there and he can't take his eyes off yeah, him. Yeah, and, and he's like, staring at you, him. Even you were like, oh, shit.
0: I was like, oh my God, if that was me, I'd have to run into that bathroom and vomit. Yeah. I'd have to vomit a lot and then I'd be like, so fucking I think, so I think fucking I'd just pass out if angry. I was looking right at yeah. just... him. <laughs> I'd
1: be seeing red. I would... He's like prop, just terrible new stares one. at him. Then he yeah. notes. is like, "Can I help you with something?" And it's... he's like, "Not right now, no." No. no. <laughs> he goes to the toilet, like splashes water in his face, and is proper freaking out. So
0: yeah, so he's looking in the mirror, and this is a bit where actually, when he pointed it out, he said you really liked it because he's staring at himself in the mirror, and then he like literally starts. Because this part I was going to, I'd be vomiting everywhere.
1: He's gone like, and really crying, pale, and he's yeah. splashing water in his face, and then he can't open. So he, but he himself smiles. Yeah, and he starts to crack a grin and you're like, uh-oh. Oh.
0: So, and I think he calls him a motherfucker as well. It's hilarious. I would have called him something else, but... So, um, he goes to the bar and he says to the dark-haired guy, you really need to come and see this. And um, they start walking towards him and he's like, yeah, that's definitely him. And he's like, bingo.
1: Then <laughs> they step, step into a stairwell and... Check their guns are loaded. Yeah,
0: and And then then they walk towards him. Then pop back
1: in for a chat. So
0: they sit down, and he's like, "Oh, how's it going? It's been a long time. You must be happy to see us." And he's like, "I don't know who who you are. I don't remember." He generally doesn't.
1: It's it's brilliant because Noakes is like, "I've got no idea who you are, John," or sorry, the blonde guy because he don't know for sure yet. He's like, "Take a minute. It'll come to you." It's really unsettling.
0: Yeah. So he's like, oh, you know, we. It's hard for us to forget about you, and stuff. And then I think suddenly he twigs and he sees them as their younger selves, and they like they tell um, them their
1: names as well. Don't they? Yeah, they tell their names. He's like, you're looking at John Riley and Tommy Marcano. Is it? So I don't know. I didn't
0: write that notes.
1: Is like, oh right, yeah. yeah. How've so how you been?
0: <laughs> oh
1: this what? point i did she went what the fuck as if he never done nothing like what the you fuck? Right? yeah nice to see you again
0: yeah how's yeah. like, how you doing how you been um so basically then like, i talk about something he say something to him anyways but it's the thing that got me i think that's probably why i didn't write anything else down was he's like um i tried to make you tough
1: it's before that when he said t- um he says after they tell him who they are and notes is like oh so what do you want? And John just says same thing. I've always wanted to watch you die. <laughs> yeah. and, like, oh. and that's when they put their guns on the table. Yeah, Noak starts shitting himself, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you were you were weak. I tried to make you tough. Sure. No, you didn't. You raped them. Yeah, it's not that doesn't toughen up anyone.
0: No, it's just fucking wrong. Um, so basically, I think he said, if you do this, you'll burn in hell. Oh, they will burn in hell for killing you, Will they not? You
1: motherfuckers are going to burn in hell. And that's when they're like, you first.
0: (laughs) They basically shoot the shit out of him. They take it in turns. They do,
1: yeah. Well, they each fire like a couple of bullets and then let the other one fire a couple of bullets. Like, that's what friends do. Sharing is caring. (laughs) And then the best bit is that they calmly walk out of the bar... And he pays the bartender for the food that they, not they ordered but they couldn't eat. And even apologises. Oh, sorry, I should have ordered that food to go. And then leave. <laughs> like, Love wow. it.
0: So, um, Shakes goes to see them in prison. And he says that like their friendship has changed over the years. But yeah. they're still always going to be there. Like st- There's still that
1: bond between them. But they're not as close as they once were. No
0: then i think they're talking about how it's notes
1: yeah so shakes goes to see him in prison and uh when he sits down to talk to him one of them leans forward and says one down shakes
0: yeah like,
1: what are you talking about and then the other one says one sean noakes and shakes is like Whoa. <laughs> yeah
0: so then you see i think he talks about how he's going to call michael
1: he gets a message from michael to meet him
0: and you see brad pitt um, yeah, Brad Pitt is old. Is Michael. Michael. And he said he wanted to meet him. And he's like, What do they say? Uh, and I think he's like, Basically, he's working for the prosec- prosecution. He's got a plan.
1: Yeah. he's So he says he's going to. He's asked for the case specifically. He knows the neighbourhood. Doesn't reveal that he knows the two people accused. Um, and that he's going to prosecute him in an open court. Yeah. Um, Shakes is like, don't do that. You'll get shot. You'll get murdered. Yeah, like things like that. And Mike, uh, that's when Michael clues him in that I'm not taking this to win. I'm taking it to lose. Yeah. And this is where the plan starts. And then so, he
0: says like, how he's found all
1: of the guards. Yeah, and he's got like folders on all of them. Oh, now. Yeah, the like other three years guards. That and were years and years
0: worth of work that he's been doing. Um, so he's yeah, basically he wants to do that. And there's like um, he said, he a plan like, in place, isn't there? With
1: yeah, so he's been doing all this research on the guards and he's like, um, you know, John and Tommy have started this now. It's not the way I wanted to start. It's messy. So this isn't what I wanted to do, but I've got all this. It's begun. We you need to finish it. Mm. It's time for everyone to get their revenge. Yeah. And he's like, I want the other guards. I want the Wilkinson home for boys. I want it all.
0: Yeah. So they had a plan So they couldn't, no one could find out that they knew each other. No. So they found ways of communicating. So I, th- one of them is like writing in the newspaper like a name, uh, Edmund.
1: Edmund, yeah, that's for to tell Michael to call Shakes. Yeah, and then the other way around is that Michael leaves a message from a fake girlfriend for Shakes yeah. to call.
0: Yeah. Um. So he only ever, so he never spoke to him other than to see him at court. Um. And he asked for a foul favour from Danny Snyder who is a lawyer to King Bobby. Benny. Benny. Oh, around. Um,
1: Yeah, so Danny Schneider, who we're just about, to, who's just about to meet King Benny, and then we yeah. realise it, but he's John and Tommy's lawyer, um, and this is when Shakes and Michael are talking, and Shakes says he's, King Benny's going to change it because he's not a good lawyer, and Michael's like, no, it's perfect. Trust me, yeah, because it will make his plan work better. That they've got this shitty lawyer, he doesn't want John and Tommy to like, no, no. Um, and then this is where they, um, because they bring King Benny in on the plan as well, yeah. don't they? He gets a letter, he reads a letter, so it's obviously to from Shakes to tell him about part of the plan, and then he immediately says, Um, tell someone bring Danny Schneider to see me, and then yeah. he burns the letter straight away, yeah.
0: So he says. So he turns up. It's Dustin Hoffman, and he's talking to the king. He's like, "Oh, his life is at risk, and um, like he's made mistakes and stuff." And basically, he's an alcoholic, and he goes, "This is a murder case. Like, I can't be doing this. I'm an alcoholic.
1: Yeah, it's and, Like, not I'm for drunk me now." Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and he says basically that it is for him, and um, so yeah. So I think then we're at
1: king oh, benny tells him about like, the
0: sleepers they, they call them the sleepers yeah
1: so king benny tells danny schneider that um you're going to have the questions and the answers written down all yeah. you've got to do is read and you then read it, right yeah and then <laughs> danny schneider's something like and what about if i lose and king benny says to him then you go down for the dirt nap yeah <laughs> danny <laughs> schneider's like uh for the dirt nap i've not heard that before but okay it's all and then, good. yeah, in the voiceover he says it's time for King Benny's sleepers to go to work and yeah. it's a term for anyone who's done juvenile juvenile time.
0: Yeah. Uh so then he says about how Carol still lives in the area and it's mini Driver. It is,
1: yeah. He goes I to love visit Minnie Carol.
0: Driver. So she's like in her flat and she's um social services I think. Yeah. So she was dating Michael um and she wondered why he's taken the prosecution yeah. Because obviously they were friends. Um, he says, I don't know why. Um, but at this point, she is dating Johnny. John?
1: John, yeah.
0: They're like married or...
1: No, I think it's, it's Tommy who's married because they say he's married, but he's got a wife he never sees. Sees, yeah. yeah I think John and Carol were just a couple.
0: Oh, yeah. So i wrote down Hell's Kitchen lost and found of shit. But I can't remember what that was all about.
1: That's the, the fat man in... Um they go to see the fat man. So I think he's partly in on the plan. Yeah. Um he's like if you wanna if you want a Rolls Royce you go to Great Britain. and if you want Champagne, you go to France. Um if you wanna know secrets um and you want dirt on somebody, you come to Hell's Kitchen with like a lost and lost and found for shit that people don't want known about.
0: So then he I think they're talking to King Benny, and he says about how he's like, he's always sorry that he couldn't do more for you. I was like, ah, bless the gangster. Um, then they're in court, and it's uh, Hoffman's character. Oh, is it
1: before this? Did we miss a bit out where um, King Benny goes to see the West Side Boys who Tommy and Michael work for? Oh, and says and oh, what's and he, yeah. he basically says like, because um, they're worried about Michael getting shot for taking yeah. the case. Yeah. And King Benny lets them know, like, you can abuse him in the street. You can say what you like to him and encourages it. to do it. He's like, but no one can put, a, like, a hit on him. No one no. can try and say, unless I say so, he's untouchable. Yeah. So just to protect him in that way, but also make it look like everyone is pissed with him.
0: So then they're in court and Hoffman's, like, proper, like, bumbling his way through it, <laughs> isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's literally just reading off a notepad as well. And yeah, he's still like,
0: still and like Brad Stumbling Pitt's face. Yeah, he's, he's like, like oh permanent my God. eye
1: roll, like fucking just read the notes.
0: Like, uh, well, I think at one point it was like it wasn't even going to happen. Yeah, he wasn't going to say it, and he's like, you can see him like mouthing what he needs to say, like Brad Pitt's character. Yeah, and he finally does it. Um, then it's dinner with the with a family so he's gone home Jake's and see goes Jake's, to have dinner with yeah. his family yeah so he has dinner with his family Reiterates the fact his dad's a knob
1: um, <laughs> yeah it really does
0: he just doesn't give a shit it's a poor mum so they, this is when they have an idea uh, to get the witnesses follow Bobby and they go talk to him and um, he's like don't shit a shitter
1: yeah <laughs> there's a good saying that. I like that
0: that's really cool then, so basically, like he's like at this point, he's trying. He's saying, "So what you're asking me to do is to lie."
1: Yeah, you want me to swear put to God? put my hand on the Bible, Bible and swear. To God, and then lie.
0: Um, he said, "I'm ask-, He's asking to save two of your boys, and then he's like, "At this point, he's like, I need to tell him." So then he yeah, tells but
1: Father Bobby say the line he uses like, "What about the life that was taken? Like, what's that worth?" And shakes his like to me nothing. And he's like, well, I have to know why. Yeah. And then Shakespeare's like, I'm asking a priest who's known me my whole life to uh, stand in court and lie for me. Gonna have to tell him what happened. Yeah. And is it, quite an uncomfortable yeah. scene. Yeah,
0: like it just is like a big long pause on um, De Niro's face when he's like listening to the news. You can't really mate. hear him tell him. No. Like you
1: don't hear it, it just is it mu- like music yeah. and um, Carol's there as well and this is the first time she hears about it all yeah and yeah but the, it's just a close up on like Robert De Niro's face and his eyes and you could ju- you just see like li-
0: little tears not
1: t- not much movement in his face but you sort of see his eyes like well Pissing. up don't you yeah and it's t- horrible and it's really well done
0: so this is in they back at court and it's a lady at the table so th- she heard gunshots and saw the faces as they walked away and it's at this point um, I realised that brad pitt was the prosecution i don't know why but i did i was like
1: oh okay was the first time you saw him actually question anyone wasn't it? yeah
0: exactly and then this is when he says about the whole glance thing and he's like oh so you glanced at them he's like no i saw their faces but you glanced at them he's like how much actually, do you have to drink and then she's like oh I, I i might have just so basically he just shot down that whole argument about how she saw their faces yeah so that's that uh, then they have a meeting with King Benny's nephew, who apparently is an honest cop uh, for internal affairs, and he's brilliant. They're sat in like Vic in this car talking about stuff, and they're trying to find a druggie or someone who killed someone.
1: One of the guards from Wilkinson's now works for the police. I think, yeah, Styler. One of the, yeah. Yes,
0: yeah, Styler. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Styler.
1: Um, and of course, Shakes has got from Michael this big folder on him. So it turns out he's like he's a cop, but he shakes down drug dealers and steals all their money. And they've got loads of evidence on how much money he's been making. Yeah. Um, and he gives it all to Styler, doesn't he? And he's like, not not Styler, um, the nephew, King Benny's nephew. Yeah. Um, he's like. Why, where did you get all this he's like don't matter don't worry about it
0: and then he's like oh here's this gun and the ammunition yeah, pull, that yeah, was- pulls out
1: a gun he's like this was used to kill this drug dealer and it's got this guy's fingerprints on it and i like fucking hell yeah. I'm
0: like oh my god um, and then it cuts I don't think you hear very much of it but it's basically like you can see clips in the court and like Hoffman's like proper getting back into swing of things he's like
1: Got a bit of a strut going yeah, around. He's yeah, he's like
0: really getting into it again. Um, then you're on like a on an underground train or subway train and it's Minnie is sat down, sits down and Mickey sat next to her. Um, Minnie and Mickey! Minnie and Mickey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or um,
1: Carol and Michael as they're called in the film. I love that you've just called them Minnie and Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been waiting to get that out since... Since he watched no, I there, didn't did even
0: realise because <laughs> I was going to try and write down and keep up with everything. <laughs> and also now I'm very tired. So, anyways, um, she said that nobody'd sent her and I think she's just trying to work out why the fuck he is prosecuting two of his friends. And then she says that she knows the full. He said, oh, he's talking about the witness and he's like, he needs to tell him the full story. Yeah, so she's like, I like, know the whole story.
1: It's, yeah, it's been like two weeks since he spoke to Father Bobby. He hasn't heard nothing. Michael's like, oh, I'll get him to tell him the full story and know what it means. And she's like, he did. I was there.
0: I heard everything.
1: Like, why didn't you tell me? And he, like, freaks out a bit, doesn't he? And
0: yeah, and then actually turns around and he's got off the train.
1: Disappeared. It's like, that was weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, so then... Little Caesar. Oh, Little Caesar. Now I like Little Caesar. So this, this is the bit. next one. Is Little Caesar, who is a drug dealer. He's not little though.
1: No. No, he's not. Massive.
0: He's massive, and he is a bad ass. Um, so yeah, he's a drug dealer.
1: Um, Isn't he wearing like a fez as well? I
0: think I'm a fez in a big is he a coat? I don't know. Like a
1: fur coat? Like a shiny jacket or something. Something like that. And he walks with a cane.
0: Yeah, like he's really
1: cool. But like he definitely doesn't need a cane. No. He just walks for it to look cool.
0: Um, he had a little brother, had died, and his little brother that died was called Rizzo.
1: Yep. And little Caesar gets a visit from King Benny.
0: From King Benny. And he's talking about. Um, so, so it mentioned. Henry or Henry Addison is yep. a god and he's going to pay 8000 pound off.
1: So Henry Addison's got himself in debt for people because they they make a point of saying that he uh I think he works for the is it the mayor or someone. Right, yeah. But um they say like King or King Benny finds out his sexual habits haven't changed and that the yeah. boys he needs for parties are very expensive and Ooh. that he can't afford it so he's been borrowing money. And King Benny says to Shakes like, he owes eight grand. And King Benny's paid off the eight grand for him. So he goes to see Little Caesar and asks for his eight. He says, oh, I want you to give me eight grand. And Little Caesar's like, why? Like, you're King Benny. Why yeah. would you need my money? When are you going to pay it back? And he's like, I'm not. Someone else is going to pay it back. And then, yeah, gives up Addison. Yeah. And then gives uh, gives Little Caesar a bit more motivation to collect his money from Addison.
0: Yeah, saying so he killed your brother. And he said he, I thought he died of pneumonia.
1: Yeah, that's great that they. He's like they said he died of pneumonia and King Benny says they said.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, they but- lied. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, third down.
1: Yeah.
0: So that. Um so then they're talking about how they're going to put a face to the victim. So they call Ralph Ferguson. <gasps> it is oh my god I can't even the thing is I felt really sorry for the actors having to play these guards
1: yeah and like they because they bring the thing in don't they um, about how Ralph Ferguson he's now he's got a kid yeah he's a Sunday school teacher
0: oh and he's like how did you do you ever leave your son with notes oh I was like I can't even yeah so you
1: do a nice nice little pally pally bit with Brad Pitt like somehow biting his lip and talking to him like he's a nice guy and then Danny Schneider goes through his list of questions talking about uh, brings up the Wilkinson home for boys so, and the things did you, they did there did uh, you
0: ever like punish the boys and the boys like with bats or whatever or fists or open hand and then it like basically just goes did you ever like sexually assault the kids like the boys and it's like oh my god just go for it just go for it um,
1: I quite like the bit in this as well because it goes like you see that Ferguson he's sort of breaking down isn't he yeah and you hear like muffled talking but you can't hear what they're saying and he just goes he gets upset and he's like yes they're like yes this what, what? Yeah. And he's like yes Sean Noakes had incident with some boys yes I was there yes I did it too and everyone in the court's like what, what the fuck is going on now yeah so they basically get
0: him just to he's confess broken, it. And they, he yeah.
1: confesses to assaulting children in an open court and the judge is like when he steps down, the judge is like, If I was you I'd stay at home, some people are gonna to want to talk yeah.
0: to you. Um so he said about how it was he's like his friends, he got like flashbacks and that basically he was stricken from the case and that and then Brad Pitt's just like, Oh the people rest. Um so then the judge says to defence that you got until I haven't got a witness.
1: Yeah, because they still haven't heard from no. Father Bobby, they don't know.
0: He's like, you've got until 9am for your witness to someone, or you need to sum up. So, then uh, you go out of church and you see like a Bible and um, I think this is Shane, is going around with it all or is it, I think it might be Father Bobby actually. And he like goes into the shop uh, to get some cigarettes and like a note passed as well. Like something yeah, so in. a guy
1: goes into the church um, goes to a certain pew goes to a bible and pulls an envelope out of it yeah. and then leaves and then Father Bobby goes to the fat man's shop yeah. buys some cigarettes and the fat man gives him the envelope and mm. asks if everything's okay and he's like, yep and you're like, what the fuck's in this envelope? Yeah. What's going on here?
0: Um, then a note gets given to Brad and then he calls Father Robert Corner Corrillo um. Oh, oh my God! And then this was just greatness.
1: Have they done the? Not what yet. Happened to the other guards before Father Bobby takes the stand, or is that after? I honestly don't remember. So they get just in case they after Ralph Ferguson testifies, like they've got him. Then they show you um, King Benny's nephew arresting oh, the guard. Yeah, yeah, he gets taken away, and then they show you Little Caesar's men taking the other one out oh yeah get they go the to airport, get his money obviously they? he hasn't got the eight grand and the voiceover says like he didn't need any more excuses he, he knew about rizzo but he went so he went to collect the eight grand immediately the guy ain't got it he don't need another excuse and they take him out by the airport and shoot him so that's yeah, that's all I'm... of them down and now all they've got left is to try and get their friends on and not guilty and yep. they win basically
0: um, so
1: and then, yeah, Father Bobby comes in and takes the stand, so he? yeah,
0: takes the stand. And it's Brad Pitt's character, Michael's turn to question him first. And he's asking, like, where he was. And he's like, Can you corroborate that? And he's like, Um, is it we no, Danny like,
1: Schneider talks to him first.
0: I don't, I don't remember, I just want to get to the really cool bit. Okay, is it really important? I can't remember now. Well,
1: no, they did, they just basically are. He asks. Father Bobby if he was with the defendants on the night and he says yes they went to the basketball game, they went to see the New York Knicks play Um, and then I think Danny Schneider's got quite a cool line Um, he says "If you, so if you were with the defendants at this time they can't have been the ones to have shot Sean Noakes and Father Bobby says oh not unless they shot him from the blue seats of Madison Square Garden and Danny Schneider as he sits down goes no he wasn't shot from there
0: yeah <laughs> I was like yes so like Brad's thing is like well you know it's just your word and what's your word worth or whatever that's and what he's saying,
1: cause he because he asked him like How, oh did you pay with a credit card no did you get a receipt no did anyone see you buy the tickets no did anyone see you at the game no he's like oh so we just because you're a priest we've got to take your word for it haven't we
0: yeah and he's like um, yeah he said, but then have I got, what about these and he basically pulls out three ticket stubs I was like
1: what? So now we fuck? know what was in the envelope. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, just hands them over.
0: Yeah, and he was like, Well, he said, So why have you still got those if you've not got like a receipt or anything? He goes, Because you never know when you might need to show someone yeah
1: Yeah, he said, something. Um, You never know when someone might want more than your word. Yeah. Brad Pitt's like, Has anyone ever questioned your word before today? He's like, No, they haven't. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Father Bobby. He's fucking
0: amazing. So, yeah. So they're found uh, not guilty.
1: They are acquitted. Yay. Found not
0: guilty. Happy yeah. days. Then I've written down Brad Pitt is always eating in his films. He's eating at this point. I don't know what he's eating. Hot dog.
1: A hot dog. Goes for a hot dog. He two napkins. He does. Lol.
0: So, then I think they are... I think they all meet up at the end, don't they?
1: Yeah, so they let it all die down um, shortly after, I think they say on the voiceover, he works the losing end of a can't-lose case. Yeah. Brad Pitt and uh, Michael, and then he retires. Yeah. Or resigns and gives it up. Um, and then they let it die down a bit, and then they all meet up at a bar. Yeah. For a sort of last hurrah, last as it were, celebrate. And,
0: um, Carol's there as well. And then they talk about how they were had, like, um, singing, they like sing around the table and stuff. So that's all great. Oh, and then they get to quite the sad bit. So they say that um, Johnny died at 29, and there's a picture of him dead. Isn't there? Like a like a crime scene photo. Yeah. Was he shot? I can't remember. No, he's. He, OD. He
1: says it's next to the bottle of boiler gin that killed him. So I think he, yeah, alcohol poisoning. Yeah, like basically drinks himself to death. Uh,
0: Tommy was shot at 29.
1: Yeah. So, Johnny
0: just turned 29 when he yep. died, and Tommy was 29. He was shot dead. There's another creepy picture of him dead. Uh, Michael moved to England to be a carpenter.
1: And lives alone.
0: Lives alone. And Carol um, still works in social services and is a single mum. Who basically, in the picture, is her and a kid, who's basically one of the
1: kids he was at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it's the same actor who played John as a kid. Yeah. And then he's named... John, his name John Thomas Michael yeah,
0: like, bored, yeah
1: So, and his nickname that his mum gave him is shakes
0: <laughs> so he's named
1: after all of all, all of the them. boys
0: very cute so yeah that's the end of that film
1: we definitely did not do that film justice because it's just hard it's, it is it's a hard, hard one to get through yeah
0: because it's a fucking disgusting bit in the middle which I just can't bring myself to talk about because it's just so horrible repulsive oh it's just it's just it's just like goodfellas
1: this way, is a yeah. difficult
0: one to do because it's a lot of talking, it's a lot of watching. I can't I can't sit there and scribe the whole court scene. I can't sit there and scribe everything that I sat and watched. It's really difficult. Yeah. It's one that you will either have to watch yourselves if you can bring yourself to do it. I mean, honestly, at least now you've got a fucking heads up because I was not expecting that. Um, yeah, it's difficult to actually... Discuss because it's quite heavy. It's not like Daredevil where you know I could make more comments about the music and stuff. When you're the dirt pays, yeah. There's nothing particularly hilarious about this film.
1: No, definitely not.
0: (laughs) You know, it's a very serious film. Um, I give it three out of five.
1: Oh, I thought it'd get more than that. No, it's just if that bit in the middle hadn't been about what it was about, if it had just been like them getting beat up. Do you think it would have got a four? I don't
0: know. I just just don't like, it's just not nice. I think, I don't know whether it's just, I don't know what it is. Maybe it might be different if I didn't do the job I did. I don't know. But I just, I just, it was horrible to have to see anything like that. It just wasn't very nice. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. I'm kind of happy I've seen it. You've wanted me to watch it for a little while.
1: Yeah, I just think it's a brilliant film. I think it's so well made.
0: Yeah, and it is brilliant. Mo- I've put my word again, of view is
1: emotional. Yeah, ro- like a roller coaster in it. Cause yeah,
0: it's not an easy watch. I like the fu- the bit at the end with the fight and the court, and that's great. I think maybe if I was to watch it again, it'd be easy if I wasn't fucking writing notes down. Maybe it might be a bit better to watch it again. I don't know, but yeah, it's just hard. It's a hard watch.
1: It makes you care. It makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it makes horrible. you like. Oh my god, those poor kids! Do you know
0: at the end of it when I finished watching it, I actually generally felt sorry for all the actors that had to portray the guards, and yeah. I felt sorry for Bacon. I was like, I could. Oh my god! Like, can you imagine? Especially, we're like, at this job. We're going to do this film, and it's based, so you're going to be a guard, but technically you're like raping the boys that are there. You'll be like, yeah, I don't think I can really do that. It's worth. It is worth a watch. It's so good. Like I said it's just, uh, the the change in the feel of the film from the beginning to the middle. With, like, it, you know, that's really clever. It takes you on a massive journey. But it is amazing. Like, I think it's when I, w- I always say it's all the time, too. You, you don't really understand why I felt like it. But when I read, is it 1984, the book? Yeah. Like, I physically jumped when he's like in his bedroom and like the the big brother i finds him. So it's like, like you said, that feeling when you see him in the bar. Yeah. It is amazing how invested you are in them, but yeah, it is fucking rough. So
1: it's it's a boiling. hard,
0: it's a hard fucking watch, but the ending is brilliant.
1: So worth we'll a watch if you can bring yourself to stomach it. Is what you're yeah,
0: going with. what I'm going with. Yeah, it's a tough one, but it is really good. But yeah, I don't really want to have to watch it again because that middle bit really was just too much. <laughs> Especially like literally before that bit, I was like bored, 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 bored. bored. <laughs>
1: You were actually saying that as well. You are like, when does something happen? Like- and I'm like, oh, in about ten minutes you're going to wish you hadn't said that. So, yeah. So, uh, what, what am I watching next? So, next up is we're going to watch a video game adaption film.
0: Oh, okay.
1: They seem to be making a little bit of a comeback. Um, so, Tom Holland's going to be in one. They're making a TV show of a game called The Last of Us. They're remaking Mortal Kombat. So there's a new film of that. So I was like, oh, maybe we could go back and watch the original Mortal Kombat. But no, what I thought we'd do is take it right back. Basically show you the reason why video game films don't get made a lot. And it's with one of the first ones they attempted. So we're going to watch Super Mario Brothers next.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, I'll look forward to watching that then. Hopefully it's decent. Um, So as usual... um, if you want to get hold of us we are on instagram and facebook and uh, you can also email us on HaleyWatches watches 2020 at gmail.com instagram is Haley underscore watches and facebook is just hayley watches so uh, yeah hope you enjoyed it take care stay safe and that's it for now
1: yeah ciao for now
0: ciao for now bye